Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, we're back. Yeah. You're listening to My Talk 1071. We're everything entertainment and weird noises too. You get that as a bonus, right? Steve? <laughs> that, yeah. All right. Like the uh, pickles are free. Steve, did you see the original um, Coming to America? No. It's very funny. You very should good. see it. It's so good. I know. I need to see it. I feel like I need to see it before this latest sequel coming to America, the number two. Mm. Donna, question for you. Yeah. Was this the first time Eddie did the whole, like, maybe, you know, besides SNL, like movie wise, where he took on multiple characters in the oh, same movie? Oh, good question. I cannot answer that. Ask hmm. Steve. He Steve? knows everything. Well, he went full tilt by the time it got to meet the clumps. Right. And Nutty <laughs> Professor. <laughs> and. I mean, he's yeah. done it a lot, but I just didn't know if that was like one of the, you know, where that all started. I don't know. Listen, I couldn't even remember that Louis Anderson was in this movie. I saw him on TV the other day and I said to my roomie, who's good friends with him, I said, what, what is Louis doing? What is he promoting? Like, why is he on TV? He said, oh, coming to America. And I said, what? Yeah. What do you mean? And he said, he was in the first one. I'm like, I do not remember that at all. Yeah. Not at all. And now he'll be in the second one, too. Well, there's a funny story about um, how Louis Anderson ended up getting cast in Coming to America, the original, back in the 80s. And Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall were getting interviewed by Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's what they had to say about the unique casting. Louis Anderson, how did he... I love seeing Louis Anderson in a caftan. I don't want to give too much away, but how did Louis... It's a dashiki. It's a dashiki. Is that a dashiki? Okay. (laughs) That's even funnier. Louis Anderson is a dashiki. (laughs) uh, How did Louis come to be a part of of that film and your world there? I Uh, love Louis, but I think we were forced to put Louis in it. What? (laughs) No, I think we were forced forced to put a white person. Yeah, Paramount was like with the because the whole cast is black, and this was back in the you know the eighties. So it was like we have to have a white person. We can't do it. Has to be a white person in the movie. What? (laughs) And uh, so it was. uh, Who's the funniest white guy around? Right. And then Louis, we knew him. Was cool with him, and so that's how Louis got in the movie. <laughs> wow. oh, wow. Louis the funniest white person you know? That's a pretty great distinction to have. Well, back then, back then, it was 1988. It was all you know. I was like, uh, Louis was really funny, and it was like, we gotta have a white guy. Louis would be perfect. Louis still pretty funny. funny. Louis was perfect. And in fact, hey, Jim, yes, Louis. It was really. A, it was official. I, I had a list. They gave me a list with three white guys, and they said, <laughs> "Who would you rather work with?" Yeah. Really? To Louis. <laughs> Do you remember the other two? 
Oh, yeah, but I can't say. He can't say, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like a single Hulk up in there. And you actually see Eddie Murphy. They're in a, a triple box there. Uh, they're doing it on Zoom. And you see Eddie Murphy start to say, who were the other? And then you see him have like a confused look like, Wait, did you get a list with two other white guys on it that I didn't get to see? Oh, funny. Yeah, so I'm funny. curious who the other two white guys are. That's weird. But yeah, that's how uh, that's how Louis got cast. How about that? Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think Eddie Murphy actually wanted to set out to make it an all-black cast of actors. Yeah. Interesting that they... <laughs> Forced a white guy yeah. into the movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what we could do so without? So weird. Like a white guy in the movie. We God bless Louie. I'm sure he did great. I haven't seen it. I'm sure it was really, really wonderful. But how stupid of the Hollywood brass back then to be yeah, like, I think we need we need to make sure that we, the white people, are represented in Hollywood. Here's right. where Louie uh, meet, first meets uh, the characters in the movie oh, when okay. he's working at Mac. What is it? Um, McDonald's? Not Mark Donald's or something? Hello. Hi. <laughs> you know, I started on cleanup just like you guys. But now... See, I'm washing lettuce. Soon I'll be on fries, then the grill. A year or two, I make assistant manager. And that's where the big bucks start rolling in. Oh my God, I love it. His, when he opens his mouth, you want to laugh. Yes. He's just, yes. He's lovable. Very much so. And by the way, those guys, Arsenio and Eddie mm-hmm. Murphy, yeah. they look fantastic. Yes. They look so good, and they both seem so happy. That makes yes. me happy when you see somebody doing an interview and they're there to play. You know, they're yes. they're not just being Mister and Mister Krabby Pants. Yeah. That makes me happy. Thanks. That's fun. Uh, Steve, you and your wife should watch this movie, the first one, obviously. First, oh, do it this yeah. weekend, buddy. Yeah, that could be your homework. Yes. I did it with Lily, and like, I, dude, she hates anything old and grainy, and she loved this movie. Absolutely loved it. Old so grainy. Well, I, I'm ten. <laughs> I, know, I'm, I know what you mean. I'm ten years older than her, so she grew up in like the 2000s. So if it's 90s, 80, and it's got a little grain in there, not good enough for her. Hang on, hang on, hang on. That I don't think we funny. knew about the uh, the ten year gap before. Nine. Oh. Talk about it? nine. Yeah. Oh. No, I did. I yeah, nine years. We've. Uh, I'm 36, and she's 27. We're doing. You know. It works great. She's yeah. more mature than I am, so it works out. I would believe that, having not met her. <laughs> I, would, I would just believe it sight unseen. Oh, my God, that's so funny. Um, authorities are now uh, have an official search warrant for the black box inside of Tiger Woods' Hyundai mm-hmm. Genesis. Yep. Um, so they, they needed to get that, and I, they're trying to now figure out, what do you do with this? Do you figure out, will they be able to see? I hear that eye movement is tracked, so can you see if the driver's eyes are down off? of the road, which would then, if you're trying to figure out fault, if there's a payout of any sort, if there's any kind of a settlement issue, I don't know, but they're they're gonna figure that out. I wondered if your car had a black box, would it change the way you drive? Yes. If 100%. you knew that it knew when your eyes were off the road. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, feel like I it mean, would at first, and then we would all go back to normal. No, I feel like we all have to start living as if there's always a camera on us. Yeah, true you know character. I mean? True character comes out when someone's not yep. watching, right? Mm-hmm. You think you're safe behind that bathroom door? Hmm. <laughs> By the way, this is unanticipated. Donna, what do we have? Well, we have an email from one Julie. Julie. Just don't Which worry Julie? about it. It's not the okay. Julie you think it is. She okay. says she wants to make that clear. Okay. I'm not the person who's confused about when in the bathroom 
processed hand should be washed. Okay. But that conversation reminded her about a bone that she needs to pick with Steve. What? Several times over the years, I have heard his logic about men not always needing to wash their hands if they're wearing loose-fitting pants and just peeing (laughs) without Um, touching. All right. She said, I would argue... That that logic only works if they're not flushing the toilet and or lifting the toilet seat. For sure. Yes. And if they're not doing those things, that's a whole different issue. Because Fair the flusher enough. and seat seem questionable at best when it comes to germs. Yes. Thanks for letting me vent. As the mom of three young boys, this comes from a place of feeling outnumbered and grossed out when it comes to the bathroom. <laughs> Love you guys. Thanks for keeping me smiling and laughing. I'm going to let you hear the weight. And I'm wearing sweatpants right now. Okay. okay. I want you to hear, hear this. Hear that? I'm, I don't want to know what that is. <laughs> I'm leaving. Steve, we're Good. done. All right. And now my sweatpants are off. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, my sweat. That's the sweatpants hitting my waist. This is old timey radio. That's so. Here's what you can do. You can pull... <laughs> You can pull the old-timey radio. Listen, no, this is what they did. Linda, you, Linda, listen. listen. You can pull your uh, your sweatpants down. You can then pee without making contact with the hose, and then at the end, you just pull the pants back up. Okay, but what are you doing about the toilet seat? The and toilet flushing? seat would go up and down with my foot. Yes. And the flusher. And then the flusher also with, with the your foot. foot. We are so much more, we, and I speak for men as a race, Mm. we are so much more flexible than you think. How how does that work, though? How is it actually pointing into the... (laughs) (laughs) The angle, you're saying? It's pointing down. Wieners hang down. Not everybody's. Whoa. I mean, some people might be a lefty or that's a, fine. Or just pivot. <laughs> just pivot a little bit. Got a Think angle. of yourself as and Donna, you in follow hips, basketball. Right? It's all in the hips. Think of yourself as a basketball player and you're down low in the blocks, and then you need to pivot. You're trying to box somebody out, so then you keep your left foot as a plant foot, and then the right turns back. The hips adjust a little bit, and why? you're still going in. It's not why? like you're going to accidentally hit the bathtub. Why go into all, why go to player all that trouble? No, there is no trouble. That's what you're not understanding. All right. It is the trouble is un unzipping unbuttoning pulling it down all of that if you can just get it to flop out there have it in the direction of the toilet if you have to pivot so be it it still works and then you can just put your pants pull them right back on and i think right. you remember grant you've done it right oh, I, i'm mimicking the action you're doing right now i know very how to avoid touching anything pull it down you yes. put it back up let it go and it flops right back there and you're good to go yeah. when we come back a study on things that make us feel grown up <laughs> Not the timing is ironic, I would say. That is next on my talk. Hey, Donna. Hey, what, Steve? I would like to talk with you about my underwear now. <sighs> all right, fine. You have to. Sit no there eye and contact. Listen. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, of course. Right, no, okay, right. I'm looking in the other direction. Here's the deal: the Chill Boys underwear that I am wearing now, the boxer briefs that are made of bamboo, panda approved, are so stinking comfortable, and I know that you have some too. And go ahead, preach about it. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm wearing the bamboo boxers. Yes. And they're cool. I mean, Mm -hmm. like physically, temperature-wise, they're cool. Isn't it wild? You notice it. When you put it on your leg, you feel the coolness of the fabric, which is crazy to me. Without a doubt. They're also really soft. They're breathable. I know for you, they've got anti-chafing, which is a great thing. Women Uh love them too. You might not give them back to your guy if you buy them for him.
That's the truth for women. They could just be like comfy around the house shorts or jammy shorts. And dudes, I'm telling you, I am telling you, you will try them on once. They will be the most comfortable pair of boxers or boxer briefs that you've ever put on. If you want more information, you want to order, you can easily go to chillboys.com. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Yeah! Well, we opened up a can of worms here on the Donna and Steve show. Oh, no. My Phones or emails? What's going on? I got some emails here. Uh, okay. I feel like, okay. Am I going to be on trial here? Uh, just people just wanting to talk a little bit more about your logic and peeing. Okay. Bathroom hands. Uh, yeah. uh, this is from uh, Melissa. Let's start with Melissa. Uh, Melissa says, let's talk about this some more, Steve. Do you know where the stream emerges from, or do you take <laughs> a quick shot and hope for the best? And how do you deal with split stream? Herp her. So let me touch set up. <laughs> she hates her. You know, I think this might be an interesting thing to uh, to talk about the human body. Um, for instance, there are parts of a female's body that I just don't know. I have four kids. I've I've interacted, taken the classes. Don't fully understand how things work. The fact that there would be this question of, do you know where the stream emerges from? So. Um, it's going to be anatomy class for a second, everybody. So, and I'm going to use, you know, little kid words to describe all of this. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. So imagine your wiener <laughs> at the center of the oh boy. roof of your wiener oh. is a hole. Oh. So to answer this person's question, do you know where it's emerging from? Yes. This, the center, that's not guesswork. I don't need a flashlight. I don't turn on the light on my phone to figure out, all right, where should I stand? It's pretty simple. Grant, am I cray? No, no. It's basic biology, right? I thought so. This is from Jeff. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Okay, Steve. I totally get and agree with what you were saying about peeing without touching it, he says. Mm-hmm. But to be devil's advocate... It doesn't work out very well for guys who have strong streams. <laughs> boy, a boy could only dream. <laughs> I know. I've always wanted to talk to one of these guys. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I have a fire hose usually when going. <laughs> this guy's like when you think, who just pulled into the stall next to me? The Budweiser Clydesdale? <laughs> who is that? That can't be a mere man. Oh, that logic relief. totally works if I am using a urinal, not so much with a normal toilet. There would be quite some cleanup to do afterwards if I do that. I speak for all the guys who may not have a weak stream when it stays pointed down. I can't believe I just sent an email about this. <laughs> so let me <laughs> let me talk about this. Now, I would say, and I am Grant, help me here, but when you are peeing... I'm going to go. No, 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 stick around. <laughs> this is good. This could be good for you. Okay. Um, when you go... You can choose to do it direct center of the pond, mm-hmm. or you can hit the porcelain wall. It's yes. like. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. An arena. It's like the Coliseum in there. So you can either pee on the floor where the gladiators fight to the death or you can pee in the stands. So Sometimes they have little uh, bullseyes for you or things to aim at. They yeah, the urinals not. are really yes. in the urinals. Who yes. does? Bars, restaurants, to make sure you're... Because guys miss a lot, so they're like, hey, here, yeah. focus. Focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you, 10? I don't get it. <laughs> they, they're giving you targets to hit? Yeah. And there's what? and, and the, the, take the, a picture of this for me. The floor <laughs> of right beneath a urinal oh. is where <laughs> the coronavirus started. It has to be. <laughs> there's no other reasonable explanation. That is the epitome of just the depravity of man. It's there's so much pee down there, and so then you're like doing a you're doing a wide saddled position with your feet. Where your feet are out wide or you're far back because you're not trying to step in it, but then you need to be close enough where you're not going to have any drippage on the floor when the movie draws to a close and the talk, credits start to roll. I want to talk about the target. Like, okay. What do you mean? I think like I might be a, able to find one for like you. Like, I'm, I'm Googling, like in a trough? Uh, yeah, that, no, and like a urinal, they'll have a fly sometimes, little fly, because it's, mm-hmm. it's something to aim at. Because, like, and then they'll sometimes have. Okay, that's what I'm looking at right now a fly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because it's the optimal place for you to hit it with the least amount of mess. So it's just courtesy for the guys that have to clean up at the end of the night. That is crazy. Am I the only woman who didn't know this? That is the craziest thing I ever heard. Urinal cakes are pretty standard, too. So that's just like a puck. Usually it's colored. That goes in like the trough, right? No, no. That can go in a urinal, standard Mm -hmm. urinal. And then you just put that there. And then as your pee hits it, it's actually deodorizing. It's activating the puck. Wow. This is fascinating. I always carry a puck with me. I use my own and put it right back in its little travel case. So clearly, even though... (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, as adults, we don't learn because it's funny how we kept referring to as I have three little boys and I have this problem, right? But as adults, we haven't figured it out because we at restaurants, we have to be told how to properly go to the bathroom. Yeah, Mm. that's true. uh, Melissa sent an email and said, why is there pee on the lid? It's just not that simple, Steve. I know it's not from me as my back rests there. Hmm. Well, that listen to the to the strong stream guy who frankly <laughs> we all long to be. I mean, those are rich True. people problems right there. Yes. Full um, head of hair and a good stream, Steve. Mm. Oh boy, you said it, brother. <laughs> uh but you could be peeing so violently that there is splash that could then get up onto the inside of the toilet seat where your back would normally go. Also, mm-hmm. I would encourage you not to lean your back against that. Like you're getting a little too comfortable, Melissa, in the bathroom. That is not a chaise lounge. You're not in a lazy boy. <laughs> Let's stay focused here and get the job done. Don't lean your back on that. That's a you problem. Listen, this goes back to when Hall of Fame Super Bowl winning coach Bill Cower came into the same bathroom that I was in and I was already peeing. He then comes to the urinal next to me, or maybe we had a middle one in between us, and it sounded like someone had just taken the sheath off of the Hoover Dam. The noise of water that I heard was very different than what I was producing. And then I started trying to pee harder to keep up. You know, Wes, my boy. And I started trying to pee harder, and I farted. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I want to leave. You can't. We have 30 more minutes.
Oh. Uh, in fact, we're not going to do the game Wiener Talk coming up next. No, oh. no, no. All right, no, we already scrapped the study. Okay. <laughs> call, uh, what is it? Millennial X Games. Hey, yeah. if you're a millennial, call now. If you're a Gen Xer, call now. We need those two lifelines, 651-641-1071. Call that number now, and you can play along with us and get a great My Talk prize. Game time next. You know, these days, it can feel like we're stuck in our houses and looking for a safe escape. Well, good news. The Y is open and safer than ever. They have a helpful tool on their site that tells you how busy each location is, and they do extensive cleaning throughout the day. Plus, you can take virtual Y fitness classes wherever you like. And you can earn a free month if you join by March 18th. Go to ymcanorth.org. All right. We back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Hi, everybody. Producer, I am Grant. We're good on calls, right? Yes, we've got our contestants. We're ready to go. Uh, Generation X versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host... I am Grant. All right, guys. Well, I was out last week, and I, from what I understand, Steve, you uh, did not win, correct? That is technically true. That is technically true. So Donna is in the lead right now with a yeah! score of two to one Donna, over Stevie Boy. Not ladylike at all. And uh, we are ready to play round four of the Millennial X Games. I'm Grant, and we have Don and Steve here. We've got two lifelines for you guys. Uh, our lifeline for Steve is a Gen X named, excuse me, a Gen X named Jenny. Let's talk to Jenny real quick and say hi to her. Hey, Jenny. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing really well. Jenny, as a point of reference, so I know how uh, solid of a lifeline you are, <laughs> would you mind telling me how old you are? Um, I was born in 1964, so technically I'm a boomer. Uh, Are you going to accept This is me great. As a yes, That's yes. Fine. A boomer is even better. <laughs> a boomer <laughs> is better. This is great. All right. All right. Thank you, Jenny. We'll get to you when we need you for a, a lifeline. Okay, Jenny? Perfect. All right. Stay on hold for us. And now we're going to talk to Tina, who is Donna's lifeline. Tina, how you doing? Good. How about you guys? Really good. Really nice. All right. Well, Tina, I'm going to ask the same question. May wow, I have ageist. your age? Oh, my gosh. I was born in 84. I don't like being considered a millennial because I don't eat Tide Pod, but I am. But you are. But you are. We've been, okay. We're there whether we want to be or not. Okay, that's good. We both have really good lifelines, I think. Yes. I think so, too. We are yep. on point here. This Tina, is great. stay on hold for us, and we'll use you when we need you for a lifeline, okay? Yes, this is great. Perfect. All this right. Great. So, okay, Donna. Okay. Donna, you won last week. Because right. I'm better. Yeah, I would like to give the first question. I would like Steve to receive the first question. Steve, Steve. is going to receive the first oh, hang question. Hang on, that means I got to get out of my chair and spin this dang wheel. All right, here we go. Hold on, okay. Yeah, let's... It's higher than normal. Yeah. Music. Oh, I've heard music before. Oh. Yes, it's kind of fun. It's nice. It got sounds and they go together. People yes. sing, right? Yes, melodies. Right. Steve, okay. Jimmy Jam. Wait, do we have some music? We do. Oh, was it once I answer the question or uh, is it? You is just it, play it. Play it once yeah, it, who cares? the timer. Okay. You t- you just make sure he doesn't get too much time. Got it. 
I'm going to do it. Uh, we'll do it with after That's the question fine. here. Okay. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis helped put the Minneapolis sound on the map in the mid to late 80s, thanks in part to their production of two hugely successful Janet Jackson albums. What is Jimmy Jam's actual last name? Mm. What is Jimmy Jam's actual last name? Jimmy Jim James. Hi, I'm James Madison, president. Jane, Jim, Jim Thompson. Hi, I'm Jim Thompson. You might know me as Jimmy Jam. I bet it starts with a J. Jimmy. Ten seconds. Jameson. Jimmy Jameson. Ooh. Um. I'm going to go Jimmy Jameson, and I'm not going to do a lifeline, and I'm just going to see if it works. Jimmy Jameson, final answer. No, it is not Jimmy Jameson. It is Harris, actually. Mm, Harris. That's hard. I don't think I would have known that, Steve. That, that is a tough question. It really is a second. I'm sending so, hugs to you virtually, of course. I am rejecting them. Okay, that's fine. She's not. She's, for me. she's actually Ooh. giving you the finger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, not surprising. Okay. All right, right, Donna, you Yeah, you ready to spin the wheel? Okay. (laughs) Television. Television. All right. Okay, Donna, you ready for this? Yes. What NBC game show? What NBC game show that debuted in 2001 was hosted by Ann Robinson? Um, I think it's that one um, that is now being hosted by Jane Lynch. It's called You uh, Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, it's called, oh my God, what is it called? I don't want to use my lifeline. I don't. I don't. Uh, it's called um, You Are Goodbye. <laughs> It's like watching a robot malfunction. Why is this happening to me right now? Oh, you're the biggest loser. Mm, You lose. Yes, I really needed that. (laughs) The weakest link. Goodbye. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Oh, man. Goodbye. I mean, it felt like we were rebooting a robot that we found in an attic. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, goodbye. Oh, you know Tina and Jenny are just screaming at Oh, yeah, they're like these two simpletons. Man. Jimmy Jameson. Jimmy Jameson. Because Jameson, J-A-M. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I see your connection that, that there. That was smart. That was smart. That was a, that was a good reach. Actually, the reason I locked it in was because I heard Donna say, mm, when I said Jimmy Jameson, <laughs> and I thought that meant I got it right. So then I locked <laughs> it in. The cues, Donna. Keep yeah, fake him out. <laughs> okay, Steve, you ready to spin the wheel, buddy? Uh, all right, let me get out of my chair again. All right, here we go. <laughs> Lifestyle. Oh, I'm, this is my sweet spot. Okay, buddy. Here we go. <laughs> Put these home video game systems in <laughs> order of their release from earliest to latest. Okay. In television, the original Atari system, Vision. Gosh, where's Nintendo, Super Nintendo, PlayStation? Um... Okay, can you repeat them again? They're in television, Atari, and Colquio Vision. (laughs) What the heck is going on here? Um, We need to have Rocco dial down the difficulty. I feel like we accidentally chose expert on the video game, you know? Yes. Um, We need to go back to novice. All right. I'm going to go in in, in television, Atari, Colquio Vision. (laughs) <laughs> you went in television, Atari, Cochlear Vision. Yep. It's actually Atari in television, 
Cochleovision. So sorry about that, buddy. Boy, the names got notably worse. Worse, yeah. Col- I think it's Cochleovision. Cochleovision. Mm. Hey, kids. Once you get home from school, race in the door and turn on your cochleovision. Cochleovision. <laughs> <laughs> You'll love it. It's 8-bit graphics. You're going to need that choker thing that you and your wife just fucked. What happened? Kids. He tried saying it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, I'm God. like... <laughs> How many times have we told you don't say it? Just go to the video game. I almost lost you. Oh, God. Heimlich is also hard to say on this set. Okay, here we go. All right, okay, Donna. You ready to spin Uh, the wheel? I'm ready to spin it. All right, let's spin it. Lifestyle. Ooh, lifestyle again. Okay. Okay, Donna. What? (laughs) We're going into the video game department again. The video game Super Mario Kart came out in 1992 on the Super Nintendo system and featured eight racing characters. Can you name any of the characters not named Mario or Luigi? Hmm. Racing? There was a donkey, I think. <laughs> I'm going to go to my lifeline. I'm just going to go to my lifeline. <laughs> this feels like a good time to use a lifeline. I'm using my lifeline. Tina. 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 Hi, guys. Hi, Tina. Hey, can, can you name any character other than Mario or Luigi from the original Super Mario Kart game in 1992? You have Donkey Kong. Toad. Whichever one you want, Donkey Kong. We'll take them all. We'll take them all. There you go. Nice job, Tina, coming in for the lifeline there. (laughs) Toad, I'm going to say we'll take Toad and Peach. It was Donkey Kong Jr., but since Toad and Peach were were said, I'll give you those, okay? I like that Donna said there was a donkey. (laughs) I mean, talk (laughs) about so close yet so far away, you know? (laughs) I know, I know, I know. Okay. All right, right, Tina, thank you so much. We'll talk to you after after the game, okay? Perfect. All righty. Well, she's great. Steve, are you ready to go? Yes. All right, let's spin the wheel, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> they don't tell you how heavy it is. Yeah, oh. seriously. Let's get heavier each spin. Right? Did you hear what you got there, buddy? <laughs> okay. All right, here we go, buddy. In what 1987 film did Sylvester Stallone play a truck driving arm wrestler? Let's bring in my lifeline for camaraderie here. Uh, what's her name? Julie? Jenny. 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 Jenny from the block. Jenny, uh, this Sylvester Stallone movie is going to be over the top, right? That's where he would turn his hat backwards, and it was arm wrestling. It was over the top. Do you agree with that, Jenny? I'm sorry. I got cut out. I didn't hear anything. Oh. This, hey, okay, Sylvester what, what Stallone was the, what was the arm wrestling movie. I didn't movie. hear it at all. Sly Stallone arm wrestling movie was over the top, right? Over the top. Life of Esther arm wrestling. Um, Time's in. Let's lock it in. They're going to lock it in? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. Yeah. You yeah. got Jenny on the show. All we'll, right. We'll get back to you here when the game's over. Okay, Jenny? Sure. Thank you. Last ups. Last. No lifeline, Donna. I know. <sighs> this okay. is like we doing mean? surgery without any painkillers. Oh, no. <sighs> You ready to go? Spin the wheel. Giving birth without an epidural. Yes. Please hang on. I do want to say a prayer really quick. Please, please let this be hip hop and R and B. Amen. <laughs> <You suck. laughs> because if Don and I were doing the game for each other when we used to choose questions, 
That's what we would do. Yeah. We'd do two, like two decent music. ones. She'd go country, and I'd go hip-hop or rap. And she'd just, yep, yep. lock up. All right, this yeah. is it. This okay. Is it. Okay. The pop trio Hansen burst onto the scene Come in 1997 on. with their Mbop song. We know their last name. Can you give us the first name of one of the Hansen brothers? Oh, God. That's um, pretty difficult. They're probably like weird Norwegian-y names, <laughs> like Sven. No offense to our Norwegian listeners. No, no, no. Not weird. I didn't mean weird. Uh, Sven. <laughs> good weird. Sven. Sven. Jacob. Colton. Carol. Carol. Klaus. Klaus Hansen. <laughs> Klaus. Bob. <laughs> With my cochlear vision. Darn it. Sean. Um, if, you, if you wanted to put your money on one of those, Donna. I would say Sven. Dang. Mm, yeah, no. <laughs> no, no. Isaac, Taylor, or Zach, which Taylor. means... Zach was the drummer. Yes. We are tied now, right, guys? Because yes. Donna yeah. got one, Steve got one, so we have a fun little tiebreaker here. It's numerical. Okay. Because we got to make sure we get this done and nice and easy here now. So whoever's closest to the answer without going over mm-hmm, wins, okay? Mm-hmm. And now, how? I'm, I guess Donna, you can help me. This. Yeah, does Donna Steve get to go first, or does who gets to put their answer in first here? Mm. I forgot I how. I think I do because I won last time. Okay, we'll go with that. Okay. Here is the tiebreaker. How many episodes was the sitcom Cheers? Episodes. Episodes. How many episodes was um, the sitcom Cheers? Okay, so I'm going to say that there's like twelve episodes a season. It was on like for I don't know. Let's just say 20 seasons. So I'm going to put that uh, to, I'm going to say 300, Bob. Final. 300, Steve. <laughs> so first of all, I think a lot of Donna's numbers were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was thinking the same thing. All right. And this is closest without going over, closest correct? Closest without going over. Price is right rules always in effect. Yes. I'm going to go with one episode. You're going to go with I'm going to do the price is right strategy. If she went 300, I'm going to go one uh, which will give me all the answers, but I'm I'm, I'm going to go. You know what? Here, just to make it fun, I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go 200 episodes. 200 episodes. Yeah, Donna, your math was really wrong. Yeah, real bad. Real bad. <laughs> First of all, it wasn't on for 20 seasons. I think it was on for 11 seasons. 11, yes. Right, and I think that you, should, you said 12. You were like, very matter of fact, you said 12 episodes a season. <laughs> I think there was like 20, 22 to 26 yep. usually. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And there were 11 seasons. We're at 273 episodes. That means oh, Steve yeah. is a Despite your really uh, matter-of-fact but not correct math, you almost got that right. But Price is Right rules All always right. in effect. And that means that Jenny, Jenny Hi, Jenny. Winner. Hey, Jenny, congrats. Thank you. Jenny, you got yourself a MyTalk 107.1 coffee tumbler. Congratulations. Woo! Thanks for coming in. <laughs> Sounds good. All, All right. right. Stay on hold uh, for us, okay? All right. We got to go. We are running really late. Uh, thank you, Grant. No problem. Great job. And thank you, Tina. You're awesome. Final stretch of the show is uh, coming up next on Facebook question. Yeah, yeah, Facebook question. Favorite old person candy. Yep. All right, and we're back. And our Facebook question today is, what's your favorite old person candy? It's obviously taken off. We need to stop overthinking our Facebook questions because this... It's funny. ...is just... This is what the people want to respond to. <laughs> this is what they respond to. I mean, 120 comments. Oh, these are so fun. And counting. Oh, I... 
It's really something. Uh, people going back saying, my grandma always had a crystal candy bowl with mm-hmm. hard lemon candies. Yes. They were the best. So good. So good. My grandfather had a a crystal dish that was the candy dish. And our goal was to go over and lift the lid off without it hitting any part. Because, you know, crystal really. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, yeah. So you try to do that. And there were York peppermint patties in there. Didn't they sell bags of... Um... Um, nobody likes those, by the way. Uh, didn't they sell like a bag of just like mixed candies? Like some are square, some are round, some have like the ribbons. Rib- yes, yeah, they're hard. Too. Just a mixed bag of the hard candies. Mm-hmm. Yes, you remember oh, yes. the strawberry wrapper? Yes, oh yeah, yes. I really like that, that candy. Yeah, there. Okay, so let's go through some of these answers, and then we'll go around the room. Okay. Okay. I am with Emily Anna. Hey, Emily. She is a Werther's original uh, fan mm, right now. Yeah, that's totally. my favorite. I love those. Um, Megan's grandpa always had anise candy oh, in yeah. his truck, and the smell reminds her of him. Oh, that's mm-hmm. sweet. Barbie said spearmint leaves yes. and those jelly orange orange yes. slices. <laughs> yes. I love them still. She said, I only eat them in my car because my kids make fun of me if they see them. <laughs> I love those. Tell them to buzz off. Those are good candies. <laughs> oh, good and plenties are good ones. That's one that reminds me of my grandma, those little yeah. black licorice. Ugh. Yeah, that's got that them. anise flavor in there. Um, Olson's mercantile peppermint sticks, says Brett. Necco wafers, those Love. are good. Yeah, you like those, right? They are very chalky. It's like eating sliced sidewalk chalk. Hmm. And I love it. Um, what's? I don't know if that's a bad word in a joke, so I'm not going to say it. How about Biddle Honey? Yes. Mm, don't like those. Pearson's, that's here in Minnesota. Yep. Those are made right here in Minnesota. I'm afraid of my teeth. Yeah, peanut brittle is also... That was another one, uh, yes. That can really get at you, get at your teeth. Coffee nips, those are great. Coffee nips. Look them up. Look them up, yeah. And then I got a funny story to tell you, yeah. Um, Lots of Werther's, lots of spice drops, love those. Oh, I don't know these coffee nips, but... Are the spice drops, they're like little dots that are... Crystal on top, right? They, they've got like sugary stuff on yeah, them. Yeah, but they look like miniature, kind of smaller than the like original size dot, right? They're yeah. like little. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Do you remember the Goatsy's caramels? Uh, so they were like bullseyes. So it was caramel and then a, a, a white cream filling on them, and they came in clear wrapping, individually wrapped, I think. Cowtails, I think. I can't remember. Cowtails are a, a, sort of a variation. They're okay. at the same family reunion, but they're not these Goatsy's caramels. Okay. I do not know. Chocolate non-perials. Those are good. Steve, do you like those? I don't think I know what those are. You you would if you looked them up. They come in pink and white and chocolate and green ones, and they have little sprinkles on the back of them. They're just little discs, and they have huh. like little white sprinkles. Look up the, the link that I just put in there. It's oh. a picture of the Goatsies. Oh. Do you know the Goatsies? Oh, no. These are great. The I goatsies. love a Goatsie. Oh, I know those. Oh, yeah, those are good. Yes, are good. fantastic. That yeah. cream in the middle, and if you're a real, if you're a real player, you can, you can, you can get that little white cream filling, push it out with your tongue, eat it separately, and then stick <laughs> oh, the tip of your tongue through the caramel. Well, this is fun. Well, you guys have a favorite? Lifesavers. Oh, good one, Steve. Peppermint, peppermint, ooh, 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 the whole pack. Nobody I just said butterscotch. Weird. Definitely butterscotch. Yeah, I thought would be in there. Butterscotch is good. What do you think? Mister Goodbar was a oh, yeah. one that my grandma always had. She always, but she would keep that away from us. She'd keep those in the freezers because that was for her. 
You know, like even though they weren't because they have like the miniature, you know, Hershey's, the the different oh. little miniature bars, you know, yes. that she can put. Yep, yep. But she would keep a full one in her freezer, and boy, if you took that thing, the wooden spoon would come out. Ah, oh boy, <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> the wooden spoon. Um, How about you, Debone? I I do like Werther's originals. They're so like, you feel like you're having a little like creamer, like you do in your coffee. Mm. Just. Delish. You and I both enjoy Chuckles too, which is probably considered an old person. I candy. bet now it is. You're probably yeah. right. I love Chuckles. Mm. Oh, they're so good. By the way, the virtually ones. all of these you can get at the big candy, Minnesota's oh, yeah. largest candy store. That's right, and or it'll be opening soon. Jordan. Fleet Farm too is another place to get a lot oh, of yeah. candy. I'm right go to Fleet that. Farm. I just want to go spend an afternoon in Fleet Farm. That'd be, a, that'd be a fun afternoon. Because you could also bring your dog, which is yes, nice. Yes, and they've got great dog toys. Their stuff is, they have limited stuff there that you can't get elsewhere, so check it out. Okay, will do, guys. By the way, my dog is still super chill, and I heard that sometimes when a dog gets neutered, that they can be skittish for a long time afterward, and my dog is skittish right now. What do you mean by that? Like, like, like hey, scared? Rex, let's go outside and go potty. And then, yes, running frantically to the door, getting under the chair. Really, I, I think he's nervous that anytime we say, hey, let's go right now, even if it's let's go potty, he's going back to last oh, time we did this, you took me to the vet. The and they took my raisins out. How is yours, Grant? Because yours, does he still have the They're, flappy thing hanging? It's still there. Uh, he's definitely, you know, he's better now that he's off the drugs, but... I'll, I'll tell a story afterwards. We had a little incident yesterday where he got a little uh, startled with our little guy. It was not fun. So something's going on here with our... Yeah, okay. I, I think I'm experiencing it too. Is your still on medication, Grant? Just got off the medication. Okay. okay. It, he'll, he'll come I think out sometimes, yeah, readjusting. I okay. think it's that anesthesia that they're just weirded out. They're like high and confused. Yeah. yeah. Like my dog, after he got his teeth pulled, he was just staring at the ceiling, you know, yeah. and just being weird okay, and, and good. whining. Good. They'll be okay. Love to both your doggies. Thanks. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah. Colleen and uh, Bradley, <laughs> they're coming in next. I'm sorry. My, my, I kind of went in and out. In I'm going to leave. That now. was me. That was oh, me. Oh, okay.